Adventures of Jungle Jim. The Adventures of Jungle Jim, broadcast weekly over this station, are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who make their weekends more enjoyable reading the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. To celebrate Jim and Lil's complete recovery and subsequent release from the hospital, Governor Thorpe of the Paguan Islands gives a dinner in their honor. Judith, Karnak's niece, quietly slips away on a steamer for the States on the day of the dinner, leaving Jim a letter in which she confesses her love for him. Jim, out of respect for Judith, keeps the contents of the letter from Lil, which makes her a little piqued. After the dinner, Jim excuses himself early and goes to his room. He picks up Judith's letter and reads it again. Then he lights a match and begins to burn it. As the flame consumes her farewell note, a sinister figure slinks from the shadows and whispers Jim's name. Jim, unsuspectingly, walks through the French windows and out onto the porch. And the masked assassin leaps at Jim, a long knife poised, ready to strike. Jim wheels around just in time and grabs the masked man's arm with both hands. Oh, you will, will you? That was a pretty neat trick calling me out here and jumping at me from the back. You, you almost got away with us. You killed great white father Karnak, but now your turn to die. Oh, no, no, not so fast. Not so fast there. I just got used to living again, and I like it. Once I get that ugly... My father, your hand, I'll tear that mask off your face. I seem to recognize that voice of yours. die. Spirit of Karnak cries out for vengeance. You die. Oh, so so you're one of Karnak's men, huh? Uh, Well, there, there. Now, now drop that knife. Drop it or I'll break your arm. Oh, no. You die. You die. It's useless to struggle, I tell you. You can't break that hold. Drop that knife. Drop it. Drop it, I tell you, before I put on more pressure. I can't kill you. You die. All right, you're asking for this. Drop that knife now. Drop it or I'll give you a little lesson in the gentle art of jiu-jitsu. No, you die. Your Excellency, I'm afraid there's something wrong upstairs. The, the veranda outside Mr. Bradley's room, sir, there's a struggle going on. I'm afraid Mr. Bradley's being attacked, sir. What? Good heavens, hurry, man. Someone in the garden, take a look at Mr. Bradley's room. If the door is locked from the inside, take the pass key. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, hurry, there isn't a moment to lose. Uh, very good, sir. Uh, Major Wilson. Major Wilson. Yes, sir. Come with me quickly. I need your help. Very good. What's the trouble? Mr. Bradley left a little while ago, went to his room, and my butler says he's been attacked. What? Jim? Don't know what's happening. Uh, we don't know yet. Yeah, come along, Major. We'll yes, go sir. through the library. There's an automatic in my desk drawer. Honey, this way. I'll come too, Governor. Jim's not in any too good condition, and if some native is. Here we are, Governor. Is your desk drawer open? No, no. Here's the key here. Oh. Uh, this is the one. Thank you. Mr. Vril, you come with me. All right. These French windows open out on the porch. Jim's room is directly above. All right, Governor. I've got the revolver. Head on. Good. Come along. Here we are. Hey, look out. Get back, Governor. 
narrow escape. That body falling down just missed me by inches. Come on, let's go over and investigate. Oh, be careful, Governor. Uh, don't go too close until I see whether this fellow is still alive. It's, it's all right, Governor. He's done for. Fell down head first. Apparently landed on his head. His neck is broken. Huh. That is a doornail. Hello up there. Mr. Bradley. Are you all right? Mr. Bradley's all right, Your Excellency. Just a bit winded from the struggle, otherwise unharmed. Uh, he says he'll be down in a minute or two, Your Excellency. Very good, Barker. Let him take his time. Well, Major, have you had a look at the assassin? Yes, Governor. It's a native. He's wearing a mask. It's tied pretty securely. And he was armed with this. Pretty ugly-looking piece of steel, isn't it? Good heavens. What a nasty-looking knife. Look at that point. Wouldn't take much of that to do a lot of damage. Yes, uh, indeed. His face isn't familiar to me. Perhaps you can identify it, Governor. Here now. I've taken off the mask. Excuse me, Mr. Ville, while I have a look at the man. There oh. you see. It's a native, but I've never seen him before. Now, Governor, do you recognize him? I certainly do. Been looking for him for a long time. Very dangerous killer, too. I'm glad he's out of the way. Your I brought the sheet along to cover the body, Your Excellency. The guards have gone to fetch a stretcher. Mr. Bradley's on his way down. Yeah, very good, Barker. Cover him over and call for an ambulance to take him away. And uh, you'd better notify the military police, too. Yes, very good, sir. Uh, here's Mr. Bradley now. Congratulations on your very narrow escape, Bradley. I hope you are none the worse for your ordeal. It was a brazen attempt coming here and invading the governor's mansion. That fellow had plenty of nerve. How are you, Jim? Perfectly all right? As right as rain. A little bit shaky, maybe, but outside of that, perfectly okay. You were lucky, Jim. It certainly was a wicked-looking knife. Well, I got one look at it, and I knew I'd have to use every ounce of strength to avoid getting stuck with it. <sighs> oh, um, did you identify the man, Governor? Yes, yes, Jim. It's Cora. Mm. He's dead, killed instantly. Broken neck. Well, uh, now that everything is subsided, tell us what happened. That is, if you feel up to it. Oh, of course, Governor. Well, it was uh, just after I got back in the room. I was uh, burning Judith's letter when I heard a voice call very, very quietly. Without thinking, I stepped out on the veranda to investigate. Oh, and that was a bad mistake. Because it was on me like a flash. I wheeled around just in time, got one look at that knife, and I grabbed his arm and held on like grim death. What did you do then? Yell for help? No. No, Lil, I... I tried to work a grip on him to make him drop the knife, but he was too tough. Oh. I almost broke his arm with the pressure of my hold on him, and he yelled. Well, the pain must have been terrific. Uh, I suppose that's what my butler, Barker, heard and came dashing into me. Well, um, I wasn't any too healthy, and... Struggle began to tell him. Yes, I can imagine. I could feel myself beginning to weaken, and that knife edged a little closer. Then I knew there was only one chance left. Good old jujitsu. So I set myself quickly, turned my body sharply, and threw him with all the strength I had over my right shoulder. Now, we came out at that moment, and Major Wilson pulled me back just as the body fell. I, um, I didn't mean to throw him over the balcony rail. I figured he'd be thrown to the floor with sufficient force to knock the wind out of him. Yes, of course. Your butler and the guards came in then, but I suppose he fell against the rail of the balcony and lost his balance and toppled over. Yes, that's probably what happened. 
But I'm mighty glad it did. It removes the last of Karnak's personal henchmen. A very dangerous killer. Yes. And this little incident evens the score for Major Breeze. It was Cor, you know, who stabbed Breeze in the back. I would have much preferred to have captured him alive and brought him to justice. Yeah, by the way, Major Wilson, just in case there are any more of Karnak's assassins lurking about, you'd better redouble the guards around the ground send out a party to search the place thoroughly. Very good, Governor. I'll attend to it immediately. Good night, Mr. Brill. Good night. Mr. Bradley, my congratulations on your escape. Oh, thank you, Major. Good night. Good night. Well, Jim, I, I'm glad you're safe and sound. You don't realize what a great relief it is. Well... Well, Governor, I have a pretty good idea. Well, Bill, uh, shall we go in? It's uh, getting late, and I suppose most of our guests have gone. I'll run in and see. Uh, run along, Governor. Mr. Vreel and I will follow. Yeah. I'm not ready for bed yet. That bit of excitement has made me wide awake. And I'd like to have a word or two with Jim before he turns in. Good, good, yes. Use the library, conservatory, or anywhere you feel at home. All right. I'll uh, see you in the morning. Good night to you both. Oh, well, thank night. you, Governor. Good night. Oh, Jim, I, I don't have to tell you what a relief it is to have you safe, sound, and unharmed. Well, thanks, Lil. I feel kind of good about it myself. There's something I've got to confess, Jim, about what happened early this evening. Yes? What is it, Lil? Well, I don't mind admitting I felt pretty sore about Judith writing you personal confidences and leaving me out in the cold. What's more, I felt pretty mad when you refused to tell me what was in that ladder. Yes, I knew you weren't feeling any too kindly toward me about the whole thing. Well, you must realize, Jim, that above all else, I'm a woman. And I fall heir to the little whims and the temperaments and, well, all the jealousies that are particularly feminine. I realize all that, Lil. And I really admire you all the more for it. <laughs> it's been on my mind all evening. And I realized that in refusing to tell me the personal secrets in Judith's letter, you were really being a gentleman. It was the decent thing to do. Well, I'm glad you see it that way now, Lil. Of course, if I had stopped to think and used my feminine intuition, I could have guessed what the letter contained. Judith was in love with you. Well, are you still guessing or stating facts? Take it either way. And you, Jim? I'm in love, too. With Judith? No, Lil. Just with my work. Oh. oh, Jim. And so with the death of Koa and Jim once more safe from attack, his case against Karnak closed, what will the future hold for Jim and Lil? What new adventure awaits them? Don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures which appear in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land like the list of all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Popeye the Sailor. Tilly the Toiler, Barney Google and the Little King, the impish antics of Skippy, the Katzenjammer Kids, the immortal Mickey Mouse, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. 
more thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over this same station. Be sure to tune in.